Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. I'm Nyla Boodoo. It's Wednesday, November 11th, and it's Veterans Day. And so I'd like to take a moment to thank all of our veterans and members of the armed forces for their service to the country. Our podcast team has the day off, but we have something special for you. Last week during the election, I had a conversation with Dr. Lori Santos. She's a cognitive scientist and psychology professor at Yale University, and her course on happiness is the school's most popular. She also hosts the Happiness Lab podcast from our partners at Pushkin Industries. The context I talked to her about was last week's election, but let's be honest, 2020 has brought so much stress. That's why we thought it would be good to take a moment to pause and why finding happiness is today's one big thing. Good morning. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me. So this is such a crazy time. I'm really looking forward to just sitting down with you and talking about all of this. And I just want to start by asking, how are you doing? Like, how have you handled this week? It has really been a week that I have to practice what I preach, right? You know, I'm literally looking at the lists I give to my students of like, okay, meditating. Oh, yeah, exercise. Right, right. And I've been really trying to get all those good habits in. I think the interesting thing is, is as a journalist, we were having conversations in the Axios newsroom. This is probably not going to be determined on election night. And I will admit to you, I was saying that and kind of didn't totally believe it myself. I think that's one of the things we forget. Like our minds hate uncertainty, right? Even if you give people two really good options, but they don't know which really good option they're going to get, our brains like activate in ways as though we're feeling afraid of something, right? We're literally activating fear regions of our brain. And that system, which is called the sympathetic nervous system in our body, it's not meant to be running long term. It's meant to like a tiger is going to pop out. You run away or you fight. 15 minutes later, it's all good, right? It wasn't built for the 24-7 news cycle. You know, it wasn't built for months and months of a pandemic. And that means that a lot of us have been running this fight or flight system, much to the detriment of our physical bodies for a really long time. And so I wonder if you can give us a couple of tips. What's on your list? What have you been doing this week to kind of dial that back? Yeah, well, one really obvious hack is just to shut off that sympathetic nervous system, and that's through your breath. Sometimes when people are really upset, someone might tell you, take a deep breath. I think that's something a lot of people have heard over the election cycle in the last week, which can sound annoying, but actually people who are saying that are tapping into something important because the act of taking a really deep belly breath activates your vagus nerve, which convinces your body, there's no tiger, you're not running away right now. You must kick in the opposite system in our sympathetic nervous system, which is the rest and digest digest system. You know, the thing we need to sleep, the thing we need for our immune function, our digestion. We can turn that on simply by taking a few deep belly breaths and then take a moment to notice how you feel. And I bet you'll feel better. And you do because you've biologically changed whether your body thinks there's a threat right now. So that one for me has been really powerful. A second thing is just remembering what you have control over. And that can be really powerful, right? Like you can control whether or not you're doom scrolling all the time and you're constantly on Twitter. You can control whether or not you get a good workout in this week. You know, you can control whether you take a moment to breathe. Like these are all things that are under your control. And simply just remembering that there's stuff that you have agency in can be incredibly powerful, right? Right now. Well, this is all very helpful and practical advice we could all use right now. We'll be back in 15 seconds with Lori Santos and a deeper look at how empathy and compassion can also make us happier. Welcome back to the special holiday edition of Axios Today. I'm Nyla Budu, and we're speaking with Dr. Lori Santos, who's host of the Happiness Lab. It's very interesting that normally when there is a natural disaster, people come together and people help each other. And the pandemic should have been a unifying event for this country, which really I don't think has happened. 
Yeah, and I think that's part of why we're all feeling so fearful and uncertain right now, right? It's not fun to distrust people on the other side, right? It's not fun to feel frustrated at the actions of other people. And I think, you know, as we watch the COVID-19 statistics go up and up and up, it can be easy to be in the blame cycle, right? It can be easy to say, oh, those people aren't doing what they're supposed to do, or those people are demanding too much regulation, right? We can get in this cycle of blaming, and that really doesn't feel good. One thing we know from all the work in positive psychology is that human connection is what feels good. Feeling like you're doing something nice for other people. That's what feels nice. You know, this polarization just feels awful, right? It feels like, you know, our whole country is this kind of mean family where nobody gets along and everybody's infighting. It's like, ah, what happened? But again, this is a spot where you have some control, not over the whole country, but over your own reactions, right? You can be empathic to people who you're a little bit frustrated by. You can try to do some perspective taking on why someone might see something a different way. You talk a lot about empathy, and I want to ask you about empathy, particularly when we think about the role of technology. I mean, how can we cultivate that now? How can we use technology to increase our empathy? One thing to realize is that many of the ways we use technology right now aren't the kind of things that naturally promote empathy, right? Like empathy comes from in real time connection. You and I are talking over Zoom right now and I'm seeing your your facial expressions. You know, you're watching me smile and things like that. That's what builds up a connection. And that's really hard to do over most of the technology we're using to communicate about the election. And, you know, one of the things that happens as we feel disconnected morally from other people or in terms of our beliefs is we can stop seeing them as real humans. You know, our normal instincts not to harm someone, we don't have those anymore. And that's the real danger is that there's the possibility that we so don't like the other side that we're willing to harm them. One of the other things you've talked about in your podcast is the concept of temporal distancing. Yeah, I think, you know, so temporal distancing is just a strategy to sort of remove yourself a little bit from the urgency of the situation. You know, if it feels like I need to know the answer to this election tonight or I need to know when the transfer of power is going to happen, like, you know, within the next 20 minutes, that is really anxiety provoking. But if I were to think, you know, what is 2022, Lori, going to think about the pandemic, this election and so on? Then I get some psychological distance, right? Nothing feels so urgent. And my goals shift. I don't want to just like know the information or be right. I want everything to work out, right? Like I want broader, more meta goals in that case. You can kind of take the focus out of this thing that feels really big and really central right now. It might not feel that way all the time and in the future. How important do you think our language is? Obviously, as a journalist, I think about the language in which I'm framing something, but I also wonder how much our language affects how we're framing the situation. Yeah, there's lots of evidence to suggest that language has a lot of power. You know, if I refer to someone as a Red Sox fan or a Yankees fan, that's different than a person who happens to like the Yankees, right? Like in one case, I've really categorized people like we're two separate groups. And in another, it's like, oh, it just happens to be a thing about you. And that's just one example. But the point is that the words that we use really have power. And I think political leaders can do that in ways that get people to be really sympathetic to their causes. But I think journalists have to be really careful about not falling into their trap. And so I think that that means that we need to be very careful about what we're putting out there, both in terms of the language we use, but also in terms of the content we use. You know, we all think that the other side is sharing fake news and how dare they. But the evidence suggests that fake news is a bipartisan thing. I think we need to be really careful recognizing that we have a role in what we're putting out into the world. And we could make that positive, we could make that grateful, we could make that looking on the bright side, or we could contribute to the doom that's out there to scroll through. Dr. Lori Santos is a cognitive psychologist. She's a psychology professor at Yale. She's host of the Happiness Lab. 
Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening today. We've also got a bonus interview for you. I had a great conversation with Reverend Dr. Otis Moss recently, where we talked about his grandfather's fight for the right to vote and how in the aftermath of this year's presidential election, that right is more sacred than ever. You can find a link to that in today's show notes. That's all we've got for you today. You can always reach our team at podcasts at axios.com. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And we'll be back with the news tomorrow morning.